0: Hello, this is Silu, welcoming you to a new episode of the fortnightly EYESG podcast series, where we look at the most important issues that India Inc. needs to deal with in their ESG, which is their environmental, social, and governance journey. Today, we will look at the total valuation approach, Essentially, quantitative and qualitative ESG impact valuations. Long-term value is the value created for and perceived by stakeholders through the effective development, preservation, and deployment of strategic capabilities in line with the organization's stated purpose. To explain the approach and take us through the importance and depth of the topic, We have with us today Shailesh Tyagi, partner ESG, Climate Change and Sustainability Services at EY. Shailesh specializes in ESG strategy and maturity enhancements, impact-based materiality assessments, decarbonization transition pathways and safety performance management. He has over 20 years of experience in helping clients across various industry sectors and geographies. Shailesh has served several global and Indian clients in addressing their environmental, social and governance risks and driving responsible investment agenda. Welcome to the podcast, Shailesh.
1: Thanks for inviting me, Silu. It's it's a great opportunity to talk about a company's ESG performance from a four-dimensional lens. So we'll talk about it more, but thanks again. Over to you.
0: Thanks, Shailesh. Well, let's uh, start with the very basic, uh, Shailesh. It would be good if you could throw some light on what is long-term value and what does it mean for businesses today?
1: That's a great question, Silu. If you start to look at the way a company's value is perceived has changed. It is much broader now. For example, right now, every company wants to understand the externalities of their outside in and inside out perspective. What I'm trying to say if a company, uh, let's take the example of climate change, what company's operations, how they impact climate change, and how energy transition impacts the company, right? That, that's a classic example. And overall, what we are talking about here are the intangible assets. Think about a business from the lens of capitals. Traditionally, you look at a balance sheet and you look at profit and loss account, and that's pretty much here. We have IFRS standards, um, and every company has their own set of standards. When, when we look at Uh, uh, the human capital impacts, both positive and negative. And human capital, we are talking about employees, we are talking about relationships under social capital, and then we are talking about energy, emissions, waste, water uh, around natural capital, right? So a company wants to look at how they are creating value and how this value around these four capitals is perceived by stakeholders through the effective development, preservation, and deployment of strategic capabilities in line with the organization's stated purpose. Now, this concept is very important, especially because what we have seen through the, through the lens of pandemic, every single stakeholder, not only shareholders, they have understood the importance of this total value. We call aty we call it total value methodology, but essentially, it's around a corporate understanding the value they are creating for the business both positive and negative in terms of various i talked about stakeholders we are looking at investors they want to incorporate esg integration into their decision making they want clear transparency by companies around how this value is created risks are managed and opportunities are taken advantage of now the three layers of values to consider that together form right when it talks about long-term value Tangibles, that's one, intangibles, and then we are talking about externalities and values to society.
0: Great. That's very interesting. Shereesh, how would you define intangible value? I mean, what I'm trying to ask is, what is this actually made of?
1: Traditionally, balance sheets do not capture the intangible value that a company creates. Businesses usually look at intangible assets of financial and manufactured capital. As I said, you look at p right, accounts. But these financial aspects, the financial capital, where you have certain input into the businesses, you have certain enablers, you have certain outcomes and certain impacts, right? That's very well measured managed and reported but what about the intangibles the intangibles to answer your question we are looking at intellectual capital we are talking about natural capital we are talking about human capital social capital and relationship capital simply put together think about a business from the lens of four dimensions think about physical capital so we are looking at uh pri- factories security software patents right think about uh, uh, human capital, we are talking about health, education, job skills, natural capital for a company, say a mining company, we are talking about mines, fields, private forage. This all, uh, uh, looking at from a four-dimensions approach, this can be clubbed into private ownership, community ownership, right, and public ownership. So there are various ways we can look at this, but simply put together, uh, for everyone's benefit, every time we look at a company, we should not only look at what the financial value that company is creating, but also the value companies creating holistically in an integrated profit and loss manner, right? So what externalities companies are having around relationship across the value chain? Think about customers, think about suppliers. Every single relationship company has, a corporate has with uh, the regulators, right? Uh, with the investors. Then how they are attracting employees, uh, retaining them, that's human capital. And when we talk about natural capital, very important, greenhouse gas emissions. We recently had COP27, right? So how a company is managing its negative externality around greenhouse gas emission? Do they understand every time they emit one ton of carbon dioxide equivalents, what is the cost of that to the company and to the global world? And that's where we are looking at um, a total approach in terms of value creation. Now, to arrive at LTV or long-term value, or total valuation, a company must consider three things. intrinsic value, this can be seen from the company's accounts. Shared value, exchanges with stakeholders. And externalities, value shared with the whole society. So higher the socio-environmental impact, higher is that company's total value, right?
0: Excellent. And how, Shailesh, according to you, should a company go about calculating its intangibles?
1: That's a great question. Um, And as I started, Sulu, the science around and the standards and frameworks around financial capital management and reporting are pretty mature. When it comes down to total value or integrated profit and loss or long-term value creation, looking at holistically, we have frameworks and enough guidance where a lot of companies globally are already doing it. They are not only doing it successfully, it's helping them take informed decision, right? when it comes down to investing in community or understanding the impact of their sustainability initiatives, but it also giving wider stakeholders a holistic picture of the value they are creating. Now, companies should use a comprehensive framework to calculate the value of their intangibles and therefore the LTV. The first step in the process is to assess the impact of externalities such as water, emissions, air quality, etc., A dashboard should be created to capture these across geographies and business functions. The next step is to identify the gaps, especially with reference to ESG reporting and areas that have potential to offset greenhouse gas emissions. Companies should then look at growth plans through this lens. A stakeholder participation is needed to develop an impact pathway and value multipliers. And Based on this data, companies can develop a long-term roadmap and a quantification methodology. Now, just one final word on this particular aspect. Companies should look at both quantitative and qualitative externalities, right? And it's a journey. As they take the first step, they will move more and more towards qualitative aspects. But they need to take the first step. And a lot of companies are successfully doing it, both in India and overseas.
0: Right. Given the different natures of business, how are various sectors adopting such frameworks? That would be interesting to know. What has been your experience here, Shailesh?
1: now again, a great question. i'm uh, I'm personally quite passionate about the subject. i I worked with uh, a few people who are the pioneers in this space um, for for a few years, understanding the concept, helping companies mostly in Australia and New Zealand and now in India, uh, and where um, look, to answer your question, many sectors have started calculating their long-term value. in India, companies in metal and mining, food and beverage. Waste management, jute and other sectors are doing this globally. Also, companies in energy, consumer goods and banking sector are doing this. Some of water utilities are doing very successful in this way. Some of fashion, fashion arms, they are doing extremely well to measure and manage the overall value created. Now, they have uh, been able to develop tools to analyze socioeconomic impact. They have created models to measure the impact. Think about renewable energy technology on the value chain, right? So every time you go for, I'll give you an example. We are talking a lot around net zero nowadays. Now, when we look at net zero, we have certain levers, decarbonization levers. Renewable energy is one. Now, how that renewable energy technology is impacting the value chain, right? Production capacity, employment and more. So these are some of the examples. Over to you, Silu.
0: Thanks a lot for sparing time, Shailesh. This was indeed an engaging and very informative conversation. And I'm sure our listeners have found great value in all these insights that you have shared today.
1: Thank you, Silu. Indeed, as always, it was an interesting conversation with you. Thank you.
0: Thank you. With this, we come to the end of this episode. Visit our website, www.ey.com in to know more about the total value approach and access our ESG compass and please do leave us comments on other such topics on ESG that you would like us to deep dive into thank you